and welcome to Going Blind Socks. I'm your host, Destin Diodato, and with me, as always, is my co-host, wife and sound engineer, Joy Masters. Actually, I'm, you're the sound engineer now. Uh, I kind of. You are. Kind of. Because I, I, I'm doing nothing at the yeah, moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You're not, you're not directly in front of it, but that's fine. Uh, you're still sound engineer. Thank you. Um, what she's partially alluding to is, if you're listening to this uh, series for the first time recently, you will notice no difference between uh, <laughs> the last episode and this episode. Uh, if you are a longtime listener, then you will notice that three years have gone by <laughs> since the last episode. Um, and since then, we moved the audio board from her side of the table to my side of the table. But that is, that is really it in terms of technological advancement. Um, anyway, yes, uh, we did take a, uh, an extended break uh, for... Uh, multiple reasons, partially because there was another simultaneous podcast that was going on that I was doing that sort of stopped at the same time. That kind of messed with our flow. Uh, the room that we were recording in uh, kind of got destroyed for a certain <laughs> period of time. Uh, just that we moved stuff into it and then couldn't figure out where to put it. Not that like a meteor hit the room right. or anything like that. Uh, and then partially because this podcast is hard. Uh, yeah, I cry a lot and I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things that we look forward to and slash dread with every ounce of our our being um, because it usually does get a little rough. Uh, and I actually went back and listened to a couple of old episodes lately and I was like, oh man, we got, we got into some stuff. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we are back. Uh, so today um, we'll be talking a little bit about like what's been going on since then um, and answer a, uh, or address a question from the mailbag, if you will. Um, that from I, yeah, the from the past, yeah, from the past, <laughs> uh, that I didn't see for a long time. And I'll get into that later. An- uh, another reason why you, are, why we've taken a break is because you, you started a new job that is very time consuming. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it kept me sort of on the road a lot, um, which I think we can kind of get into when we okay. get to the, cool. I'm sorry. I don't, yeah, no, no. You don't give me the agenda fully. That's true. <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying, I think, I think that'll tie in well to the second okay, cool. part of it. Okay. Um, but, the, but you are, you are right. Hmm. Uh, Mark the calendars, folks. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, where have we, what, what's been going on since last, uh, we recorded? Um, I, I have to, I, I haven't gotten tested as much as I probably should have. Hmm. Um, which, you know. We've discussed before. We have. Um, but, uh, but I can tell you that I know that it has gotten worse. Uh, without testing, I don't think you. Sometimes you just don't need it. Uh, for one, uh, the dark has definitely gotten darker. Uh, it's um, in the walking home at night uh, is definitely more of a leap of faith, I think, than it was when last we recorded. Like I, I think that uh, I, I'm trying to figure out the right words to say it. But what I'm trying to get at is that it is, um, I could piece things together through the light that I, you know, that was there and I'm just not picking up that light in the same way. And here's the weird thing. Um, it stays lighter for longer during the summer. So that's really nice. Um, but there are leaves and stuff that block streetlights. So bizarrely, now that it is getting darker, it's darker early, but I can actually see more because the streetlights at night uh, aren't being blocked by leaves. Right. So surprisingly, you were recording this in uh, November. in November, 
Um, it's actually gotten better now that it is. Oh, <laughs> it yeah. is. A That's interesting. Bit. Yeah. Um, wouldn't that makes sense? Uh, but also the uh, there was a sort of you hit plateaus. I think, or at least I'm going to assume that everybody is exactly like me for the purposes of this story. Uh, that um, you're visually impaired for a little while, and you fight the cane, and you fight the cane, and then you get the cane, and it's sort of liberating, and you go from your world sort of closing down to kind of opening back up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the more comfortable you get with it, the more places you can go. Um, but there, I think there hits a point, and I think I'm at it, where the, the cane doesn't give you the same confidence that it once did. You know, that um, you're not picking up as much in front of you as you were, regardless of whether or not the cane's there. Uh, and I, I find that it, that the that my world is closing down a little bit again. Uh, you know, the the best way I distinction I can make, I think, is uh, it used to be where if I had the cane or I was with somebody, everything was kind of fine. And now it's all so dark that even if I have it and I'm with somebody, uh, I'm still panicked don't get me wrong the cane and the other people make it better but i don't uh i still get that heart racing thing that you know uh again the way i kind of describe it is um for people who don't uh experience this frequently it's the uh almost getting hit by a car and sort of (laughs) stepping back and you get that instant rush of Adrenaline. adrenaline not in the good way that you get when you go yeah. Skydiving. But in the... Uh, oh my God, I almost died. Yes. Kind of way. Uh, and that happens more frequently. And, and I guess it used to be with the cane that I could pick up enough other things that I could kind of slow that down a little bit. And I don't find that I'm slowing it down. Uh, and it's uh, it's gotten rough. And I know that you've noticed it. Yes, I have. Uh, not only when we're out, but even at home, because like, um, if I'm trying to show you something in the living room in you know, in a place that you're already comfortable, because usually when you're out in the world and you're stressed about not knowing where you are, it's harder for you to focus on other things. But if like, we're talking about something, I was like, Oh, look at this thing. And you're like, I, I just can't see it. And it's, um, the light hasn't changed in the living room. You know, it's at night when the lights are on and, it's just, it's getting, it seems like it's getting harder for you to, um, pick up like grayscale as well as, um, colors, like the difference in colors. Yeah. So if something is, has sh- a lot of shadow on it or it doesn't have a lot of like black and white distinction, it, it's, it seems to be harder for you to, to pick them out. Yeah. And, and sort of one of the things you were referring to just now is, uh, like if you want to try and show me something and we get at each other a little bit about that sometimes because I end up like uh, getting frustrated or, or snapping or yes. whatever. And uh, the truth of the matter is that the like the frequency with which that happens is pretty great. And I don't uh, always want to tell you. But you need to. You have If you're going to, you need to tell me. Yeah, no, I and it's not that I don't want to tell you because I'm, uh, 
embarrassed to tell you. I don't think because that's not the right word, or it's not that I I'm not telling you because I don't want you to worry. Um, I you don't want to accept that this this yeah, is what's happening. Yeah, I, I totally get that. You know, and if I point it out every damn time, like it's uh, it's going to be all we talk about. You know, it's going to be something that uh, that that like you don't want to constantly be pointing it out. You don't want to constantly uh, make it a thing. So you save it for the podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's sometimes it's easier to just sort of kind of get through it and nod and not have to admit it every time because then it just moves on. You just move on with your life and it doesn't become like a topic of conversation. It doesn't become a thing that like is poking at you. You can just, you can just be done. Okay. So I know I've done this to you before, but let's reverse the roles. And let's say that every time you showed me something or whatever it was that we we're doing and I just got mad at you or seemed to get mad at you when I, when you were showing me something innocent or you wanted to share something with me, whether it's a picture on the phone or whether it's like, Hey, do these two things match like this shirt and this, this pair of pants or whatever it is, which sounds, it sounds trivial right now, but it's, these are things that couples do and friends yeah. do. So if every time or often, I shouldn't say every time, if there were many times and they were increasing and I kept getting mad at you every time you're like, Hey, what is it? Look at this cute picture of a puppy dog licking a baby's face. And you're, <laughs> and I just was like, Oh, I just got mad at you. Like every time you're trying to show something joyful with me or right, not right. Give us, hold on, hold okay. on. It would upset you. And would you not rather? I said, I just can't see it. And then what we can do, and I'm not trying to solve everything, but, that's what we're supposed to do here. It, we change the lighting or every time I want to show you something, we turn on the big spotlight that's over your head on the couch or I get out your fancy new flashlight. Like there are other things we can do. And if I know this is happening, then I can change the environment because we have control over that. And I will not think, or I already ruined the whole analogy thing I was doing, but one of us would not think that the other person is pissed at them or irritated with them, that it's about this other thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I do. I do. And it's happened a lot lately. Yes. And it's, it's uh, full on hurt my feelings. And then yes. you explain it to me later and I'm like, okay, would have been nice to know at the time. Yes. Okay. Um, and I would say like the, uh, the childish part of my brain, you know, the, uh, like the irrational part of my brain definitely feels like, why are you asking me what things look like? You know? And I get, I get we're a couple and you do that and you need advice and things like that. Um, but the, like I'm saying, the childish, irrational part of my brain is like, don't you know that that's a thing that is just going to be a reminder for me? Because I can't tell. No. You know why I don't know that? I don't. I don't know that. And why is because you don't tell me. Like you're starting to now or you tell me after the fact, but I don't know. And that's another reason for you to share with me is so that I'm more aware of and I can pay attention to when those things are happening. And they could be just certain things. It could be a certain time of day. It could be a certain color scale that you're not seeing. And I could say, oh, you know what? When I show him shades of purple, I need to turn on the spotlight or I need to bring him into the kitchen. Like mm -hmm. those, these are things that we can do and we can make adjustments for each other. So yes, that's, that's, I, I don't know. I don't think right. that every time I'm trying to. And, sorry. and, and part of my part of what's frustrating for me is that I don't think that the reality of those things helping are, are going, I don't think, I think the reality is that those things aren't going to be as helpful anymore. You know, uh, 
they're turning on more light or whatever. Like, because I, I, you know, as we've sort of were talking about, like, I have a lot harder time telling the difference between brown and black and gray and white and, you know, like, uh, like, if, if everything is perfect circumstances, I can tell the difference between those two things. But if there's basically any hindrance, I can't anymore, you know? So I don't think necessarily going into the kitchen where there's better light or using my flashlight or any of that stuff is going to help. It helps a little bit, but it's not, uh, it's more of a reminder than a, than a thing, you know? And no, you're right. I need to talk about it more. You're I, right. I disagree with you. I, and I know you can think of whatever you want, but you, you think that those things won't help because we haven't gotten to try them very much. And honestly, the lighting in this apartment isn't fantastic. It's a very dim yellow light and we need to improve this. And if we have spotlights everywhere, if you want to call it that, I think it will help. And it might not help forever, but it'll help for a little while. And wouldn't you want to take that little bit of time to be, okay, I can see, as a bad example, I can see that this is brown and this is black. And I'm sorry I'm sorry about the reminders, but don't you want to take advantage of whatever you have left for now while you have it? Yes, but I mean, this is partially it, is my point, is that every time we talk about it, I don't always want to solve it. I just sometimes want it to go away. It's you not know? going away. I know that, but it can go away for a little while. I don't have to live in it all the time. So you don't want me to talk to you or share things with you? Or... No, come on. Well, I don't know what you're trying to go for here. I, but... I'm trying to say that sometimes, rather than bring it up and rather than point what's going on wrong, I just want the existence of that problem to be able to be forgotten for a little while. I just want to move immediately off of it and not like not have it become this thing that I, that is like my, my all consuming world. So I don't always want to bring it up and I don't always want to point it out. And clearly I'm doing it wrong because I am frustrating you with it. And we are getting increased, you know, um, friction about it sometimes when those sort of things happen. And I think I have been better at telling you, but there's, but it's going to be slow going because I don't want that to be who I am. I don't want every interaction to be based on like, I can or I cannot see that thing, you know? So what do you want me to do? I don't know what I want you to do. Do you not want me to ask you things or when you snap at me and say, I can't see it, I just go away and I want you let to, you be okay with that? I want you to understand the struggle of the whole thing. I, I'm trying to, but right. again, if you're not sharing it with me, I have less opportunity to understand it. Right, and we're talking about it now. Okay. I'm asking you now, Yeah. what would you like me to do? I, and I'm telling you that for the most part, I don't know. Okay. Because usually I just want to get the situation over with. So I want you, if you see me get a little bit upset and it's related to a seeing thing, to think... Maybe he's not upset with me. Maybe he's not angry with me. Maybe he's having a little bit of frustration around the fact that he can't see the thing I'm asking him to look at right now. Because it's usually around that, you know? Okay. It's usually related to me feeling claustrophobic or me feeling frustrated because I want to help you, but I can't. That, so that's what I'm, I'm saying is if you see me all of a sudden get tense, think about maybe it's that as opposed to just... Assuming I'm all of a sudden a jerk, you know, like, I think that's the difference. Okay, so I'll, I'll do my best then. 
Okay. But when you snap at me, I have to say my initial reaction is almost like how you react naturally when you almost get hit by a car. Now, it's not the same degree, but that natural reaction when someone I'm trying to share something with snaps at me, it stings. So it's going to take me a while to get adjusted to that, to go, oh, right. He's not mad at me. I still feel the wound at the moment, but I'll move on. Right. And, and I mean... So you're going to need to understand, have some understanding for me, too, because there are two people here. Yes, and that's part of the struggle we're both having right now. Okay, well, I'm just asking you to also have some understanding for me. I think I have. Okay. <laughs> I'm not... I, I didn't... This whole thing wasn't about, like, me, uh, me coming in and saying, like, you know, you're the worst, you're mean to me all the time, or anything like that. It was me saying that, like, I am at, on edge more. I am more frustrated about it. I have been snapping more. Here's why. Here's what's going on in my brain while that's happening. And it's good that you're telling me the thing that's going on in your brain that it's happening. Um, I don't think either of us are at fault on this. I think it's a shitty situation that both of us are trying to our best to deal with. You know, I don't think there's a right answer for this because you can't possibly be in my brain. But I can't possibly not have that same guttural reaction when you ask me to see something and I can't because I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the fact that I should be able to see it. I'm mad at the fact that you're standing in the hallway trying to ask me if this shirt matches the pants. And six months ago, I could tell you. And now I can't. And what am I not going to be able to tell six months from now? So I, you know, that part of your brain just takes over and wants to cry and it wants to scream. Then do that. Yeah, but my but my point from before is that if I let it cry and I let it scream every time it wants to, then that's all I'll be. So I disagree. I don't think that's true. It is. You need to mourn. That I I've been doing that a lot. Yeah, but I think it's I think there are steps. I think there are levels. And I think that like each step of the way as you're finding yourself in a different category, you mourn the prior category and i don't see that as unhealthy and i don't think that you're going to become that because you've already become something that you weren't the last time we recorded this podcast you were a different person with it you had a different relationship with it and years before that you were different and each time you evolve and you get you find your new normal and you become more comfortable and you become more brave and you become stronger and there's it's a process and you know it i can tell by your face right now it is and i hate it I freaking hate it. I totally understand that. I mean, I understand it as much as I can. And I'm sorry that you have to go through this. But I think you need to let that voice cry. Yeah, I... <sighs> I know you just, you want, you'd rather ignore it and let it make it go away, but you know it's not going away. No, I know that. I'd just rather not deal with it all... All of the time. It, it doesn't have to be all the time that you, you, what is it? It doesn't have to be all the time that you let that voice come out or that those thoughts come out. But it has to be more than you're doing because you can't, you can't work through it if you deny it every single time. No, but you, like, again, it's the, uh, like, it's the question of, 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 like, Of just trying to be able to function, I guess. Like, 
I'm not suggesting that you ne- that I should necessarily deny it. I'm just saying that I don't have to acknowledge it every time. Okay, but I think more often than you are okay. is necessary. All right. And it's okay. And if you need to, and we'll work it out. And if it's at some point you need to scream at me a little bit, then we'll figure that out. Okay. I don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we want to move on to our next? Uh, oh, we're just good. Okay. We're no, uh, no, we can no, keep that's going. Fine. Go ahead. What's next? Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Uh, our our uh, our next topic is more sort of from the from the mailbag, if you will. Um, well, let's go back. We you had mentioned like I had gotten a job since then, and um, for me not getting in trouble at work's purposes, That's I'd rather not get into exactly what that job is. But the job I don't think you need to. Uh, job has actually um, it's like um, I, I don't even know. If you could pick too many jobs, that would be like worse for a person who's visually impaired. Because it's a visual to, job. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a visual job that makes me go all over the all over the world uh, by myself some of the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, which, like, it, it puts Joy, Joy and I at, um, not at conflict, because that's not the right word, but maybe just like at irony or whatever you want right. to call it. Because Joy would... Given all things like, you know, be in Belgium next week, in Brazil on Friday, and, you know, and travel all over it and eat weird cuisine and eat a live squid and, you know, whatever kind of whacked out stuff there is to do out there. <laughs> and I would sit in my apartment eating Doritos. Um, and um, wife has said, okay, that's great. We'll give you guys each the opposite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, you know, I was in Europe for two weeks. I was in Asia last year. Uh, you know, I'm all over the U.S. I've already gotten my itinerary for next year, and it's horrifying. Uh, so, I, uh, it's, uh, it hasn't been easy. Uh, but anyway, uh, the person who wrote, whose name I will not give because I did not ask him if I could talk about this, so I will just uh, talk about it and the hope that uh, that he appreciates it. Um, uh, it was a, a person who's visually impaired, uh, and he was talking about his sort of frustrations with work. Uh, and if I does he have RP as well? Yes, he does. Okay. Um, and he had advice about trying to be. He asked if I had any advice about trying to be more assertive uh, in the workplace where nobody else has visual impairments. Because usually you're the one at a place that you work if you're <laughs> visually impaired. Uh, you're that guy. So uh, I I don't necessarily... I, mean, I, I don't want to say I don't want to give advice here because I don't... Uh, you can speak to your own experience. Yeah, I'll though. speak to my own experience. I guess, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. Um, for me, uh, I'll talk about how I handled it. Because I think when we previously had recorded this, I was kind of doing my own thing. Um, and then now I'm more part of a corporation. Um, and I was very hesitant to tell them at first. Uh, and for the yes. first year, I think, um, I just faked it and put myself in very dangerous situations. You also had a couple of people that worked with you that knew. Yes. Because you were already friends with them. And yeah. they were able to help you as well. They were they were key in that, I think. Yes. Uh, I remember there was a project that I did early on uh, where there was sort of an assistant. And I grabbed and I was like, look, don't tell anybody else about this. 
<laughs> but here's the situation. I have RP. I can't see stuff. So I'm going to need you to like go get me food. And I'm going to need you to go get me to do all these things. And you'll take me to the bathroom. Yeah. Take me to the bathroom. Get me from place to place. Um, make it look, con- make it look like, like ain't nothing going on. <laughs> you and know? he did, right? He did and he really did, yeah. Job. And he was super cool. Uh, and he still works with us this many years later. Um, and he kept my secret. Um, <laughs> even though it's not a secret anymore. Uh, but uh, for a while, I was doing that. And um, and this and it was, this job involved me going to a bunch of crazy places. Um, and, uh, and I could feel that I was getting myself in unnecessarily dangerous situations and we'd have times where we'd be like walking through uh we do a site visit to someplace and we walking and um i would be like ridiculously far behind with no good explanation as to right. why i wasn't with everybody but just because i couldn't see any goddamn thing that was going on and it was they were often dark spaces right that you were yes around? yeah with cables maybe or different objects that get in the way yeah um so what I decided was uh, there was a thing we were doing in China. It was a show. Um, you know, part of what I do is put on events and, you know, things and, like that. And you produce those, those Yeah, events. I produce those events. So uh, we were doing an event in China. Um, and I had said to myself, like, okay, if China goes well, <laughs> I'm going to tell them. <laughs> You're going to tell your bosses. Yeah, I'm going to tell my yeah. bosses what's going on. Um so I was really nervous because I was like, what are they going to do? Like, because so much of what I, I do is related to it. Uh, and I got so scared. And it went really well in the face of all things working against us because it was a really hard show to put on in China. That's the one where you had to bring in your own toilet paper? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, like the environment was difficult for, for sighted people. <laughs> yeah. The whole, thing, the whole thing was definitely trying to kill me. There was no lights and there was holes uh, in the floor. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so the show went really well. And uh, we went out to dinner afterwards. And there was, like, no good time. to Like, it was a dark restaurant to begin with. <laughs> like, uh, all sorts of stuff going on. Um, and I, uh, there was no good time. And eventually I was just like, look, when we're in New York City and it's a busy street, sometimes I use a cane and I want you to know. And I find, like, I find myself in situations where, I could probably use it here, and I don't because I don't want to give people the wrong idea. Um, and then, like, it felt like a billion years went by. Uh, but, like, in <laughs> reality, yeah, in reality, it was about a second um, because uh, they're like, yeah, no, that's cool. Use it. I don't care. <laughs> um, and they said, if anybody gives you any hard time, let us know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I won't use it, like, if we're, you know, on site or whatever. And it's like, no, use it on site. You're good at what you do. Just like keep do doing it do. yeah do what you need to do um and i was like oh i should have said something like a year ago <laughs> yes <laughs> um you know i mean i think it helped that i uh um that i had built a base of being good at what i did so that there was no possibility of like preconceived you know kind of thing or extra scrutiny yeah or extra scrutiny about stuff uh was like oh that's why that happened it's like that had nothing to do with it <laughs> So, uh, you know, even after they said that was cool, it was probably like six months before I think anybody outside of my area. Uh, Your own uh, close department. Yeah, my own close department uh, saw saw me with the cane. And even then it was just like, oh, all right. You know, and there was, it was no big deal, right? Everybody right. was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and there were still people as of 
Um, I think this most recent trip I did two weeks ago, uh, where they were like, oh, what, what's that? Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, because I can be convincing. I can... You fake like, it really well. Yeah. And, and I'm sure the same is true with a lot of people out there who are listening who have RP. It's that, like, for the most part, um, if you're stationary, you can do a good <laughs> job. As long as people know not to try and shake your hand or hand you something when you're not paying attention. Well, I mean, you've already done the thing where if you, as long as you stick out your hand first. Yeah. Like, even then people won't notice because they'll just reach for your outstretched hand. Right. Um, so, um, my, I guess my advice uh, or from my own personal experience is uh, aggressive honesty. I mean, not aggressive honesty, but just honesty and being a little bit more uh, demanding. Right? But that's not the right word. Right. Um, it's, um, it's being clear about your limitations as you're doing stuff. Being assertive about it. Right? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, and... It, it may be easier for me because, like, in my, uh, in my close-knit department, um, I'm generally the boss uh, mm-hmm. of most of the people that I interact with. Not all of them, but, you know, the vast majority of people I interact with. So it may be just easy for me to be like, I need you to do this. And it comes across as though it's a work <laughs> thing <laughs> as opposed to a keep me from falling down the stairs type thing. Um, but once I just sort of kind of... Um, became open there about what it was and became comfortable using the cane, it was much easier for me to turn around to folks and go, I'm going to need you to get me from here to here, or I'm going to need you to put things here. Like it's, if there's an office that we have in a different city, uh, that is much busier and there are chairs and rolling cabinets and random things all over the place. Um, there's a random block of wood, Really? Um, yeah, it was, I think it was intended to be like a, a little table or like a foot bench or whatever. Like it was like an ottoman okay. type thing, but just made strictly out of wood. It was randomly placed on the floor and I hit it so damn hard. I went down. Oh. Um, I had a, you know, like a bloody mark on my leg for a few weeks. Um, because that's, cause they don't have an equivalent of me in that office <laughs> who has that problem. So they don't need to think about it. Right. Uh, it's chaos. Yeah. But if you go to mine, um, there's never really a chair out of place. There's never a random uh, whiteboard that got rolled somewhere or a random thing somewhere because everybody knows that like, oh, that will surely take him down. Right. <laughs> and that's really, I mean, I would like to state for the record that not only were your higher ups and the company at large pretty great about accepting all of it, but your immediate department and an office, they've been amazing. And yes. super supportive and they've saved your life so many times. <laughs> and I am very, very grateful right. to each of them. Right. Literally, I think, saved my life a few times. <laughs> yes. I, I believe they have, yeah. Yeah. Where I'm about to walk into something and people would like just grab me before like, nope, you were going to hit your head on that. Like, <laughs> or taxis or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for me, perhaps uh, ironically that we're talking about this in the second half, but the thing that has helped me is telling them what I need when I need it. Yeah, and I think what you had said, if you don't mind, it was, yeah. you started off with uh, one person mm-hmm. and then a couple more people. And I think if if you're, in, I would think, even as a person who is sighted, if someone came to me and said, hey, look, sometimes I have a problem with um, with getting you know to the bathroom or whatever it is, or, or, or even if it's something else, like my coworker said that she has some issues with certain sounds, and so I try to, I try to 
take that in consideration and help her with that. So if you just say to someone, Hey, I have this thing. Um, I might need a little bit of help here, or it's best if you just keep the area clear here. I you just start small and you start being honest. Exactly. Yeah. And asking for what you need because it, they don't know. And yeah. I, again, even when I talked to other people about it, they were like, well, why doesn't he just do this? Why doesn't he just do that? And I was like, well, this is why. So they don't, nobody fully understands what you're going through. And so they don't fully understand what you need unless you tell them. Yeah. And, um, one thing that I, I found helps, uh, when, when you, uh, when you get taught CPR, um, they teach you this thing where they, um, tell you like, rather than just say somebody call for help, point to a specific person and say, you called 911. Right. Uh, so that now it's on somebody and it's not like, oh, somebody else will do it. <laughs> um, if, uh, if we are <laughs> like sort of going on a, uh, a trip outside of the office or we're doing something difficult, like I will generally try and find a person who I am, you know, closer with or, uh, you know, or just generally somebody to just be like, Hey, can you make sure to stick with me so that I get to place X? Right. So, um, because you know, like if a group of people is walking somewhere or whatever, uh, it's easy for everybody to kind of get lost and then turn around and go like, Hey, where did Dustin go? <laughs> Uh, which has happened. So I've, yes, I've, I've done a, that to you yes. as, as well. Uh, I thought you were at so-and-so. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I've gotten um, better at being like, hey, person name, um, can you, you know, just stick with me while we're doing that so that I don't get lost? Uh, and that's that's made it a lot easier too, you yeah. know. I benefit from the fact that we kind of like hand-selected all the people that work with us closely. Uh but there are plenty of people who I, I didn't. And, and that, first person, awesome. that first yeah. person was a, a random yeah. intern or PA person, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, random assistant type yeah. person. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess my, my advice to you would be uh, to just be, be as blatantly honest as you can about what, what you need and how you need it. And, you know, because at, at work... You're, I'm sure you've developed certain routines, so you know how to do the thing that you need to do. It's usually when you're interacting with somebody else, right? Uh, and if you set forth rules, they just sort of become a thing, right? And especially, especially if you're moving through the environment, because if right. you're not stuck in a, in your one office or your one cubicle, and you have to go to meetings or you have to walk around through other people's spaces, that's when things are going to come up, I would think. And so, just letting people know, hey, if you leave your chair in the middle of the aisle, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hurt myself. So yeah. if you could just tuck it back in, that would be awesome. Thank you. Kind of thing. And I, I would say most people would be totally cool with that because it's such an easy thing to do. It, it doesn't take a lot of effort on our part to do it for you. Yes. Um, and truth be told, the first time you completely wipe out on that chair, they'll remember more. Than the <laughs> yeah, first time. That's, that's true. And they'll feel really, really bad. Yeah. Um, I don't hurt myself very badly very often, but I think everybody in the office has seen me full on walk into something. You know, um, <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything, but, uh, I was, uh, I was going to, uh, a meeting in a hotel lobby and there was a, uh, rotating, like a revolving door oh, yeah. coming into it. And, uh, I don't know how many of you guys out there have experienced those, but they are the devil because, <laughs> uh, you know, it feels like everything's moving and you're walking into a weird circle and you have to figure out when to get out 
and and all the glass is clear yeah and if you don't get out of the right time then you get whacked by the back of the door and like so i was going through one of those uh and i i had gotten to the point where i like i put my started to put my cane back into my bag as i got there because i kind of you know um actually i may still have even had it out i don't even really know uh Anyway, I was going through it, and I thought that I had gotten to the point where the door opened, and it was just that the glass was really clear. And clean. And clean. <laughs> and I wailed into that oh, door. With your head? With my head, yeah. Like, so, into that glass with my head so hard. Oh, wow. Um, like, it, you know, when they say, like, you got your bell rung, I got my bell rung. Did like, you see little birds? Pretty much. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, like, you tasted metal kind of thing. Like, it was a bad scene. Um, and then I had to go to the meeting <laughs> we were doing uh fortunately i didn't have to talk okay. uh i just sort of listened for like 20 minutes and then i was supposed to go to another meeting after that and i just went to one of my coworkers, and i was like hey uh i'm gonna go home now uh, <laughs> uh pretty sure i'm gonna throw a ball over the place because my head's kind of crazy so best of luck to you and I'll, I'll see you tomorrow uh and as i was walking back uh the one of the people in the hotel that worked in the hotel lobby like recognized me and instantly went to the side door that wasn't the revolving door and opened it up. Oh, that's super And it, sweet. W- it was almost like if it were a movie, they would have all like applauded me walking out the door or something like that. Like <laughs> it had that weird sense of, I don't know whether or not it was that panic of like, let's hope he doesn't sue or that like, oh man, that's the guy that got wrecked. Let's, <laughs> let's help him out as much as possible. Right. But it was amazing how quickly that guy was like, you don't do that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's a much easier version of that. Right. Um, so even random strangers will periodically uh, come to your rescue after you've hurt yourself in front of them. Yeah. Oh. So uh, I think that's about it for this week's episode. This week. This year. Yeah, this year's episode. This uh, thir- three-year episode. Yeah, hopefully we will do it at a uh, more uh, frequent cadence yep. than we have. Uh, I think we have to. <laughs> uh, Our uh, marriage will fall apart. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because uh, I think that's the one thing people don't realize, uh, if you're listening, that we generally have these arguments on the podcast and nowhere else. Like, <laughs> not that we don't talk, not, though. Yeah, not but, that we don't talk. But, but it does feel like either you or I save our real, like the deeper down feelings. That yeah. doesn't sound good at all, does it? No, we have plenty of conversations about that. It's just we both feel like we owe it to the people listening. At least in my opinion, I feel like we owe it to the people listening to have the real conversation hmm. and not hold back what we're going through. Oh, I see. Okay. And not be kind of, not, uh, not be fake about, that's not the right word, but like not be, um, like let's get this resolved right now mm. kind of thing. Um, so, you know, maybe it'll be good for us or very <laughs> painful. Probably both. Well, if anybody else has any further ideas about what to do in the workplace, I mean, any ideas of where, uh, wherever you're going to interact with people or spaces, Please let us know. Yeah, I think it's uh, info at goingblindsocks.com. Cool. So, yeah, email us there. Or, uh, yeah, that's tell us your story. Yeah, tell us your story. All right. Uh, cool. Thanks. And we'll uh, talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.